Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The, the reality is. No, I, I'm glad to. It's for minorities, but white people don't be scared. Asians, Hispanics, you want to come on the show, hit us up. I'll talk to anybody about everything. This is like these niggas is out here fucking these girls and putting it on porn up. At 8 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday with a hard on, she gets up and she turns oh on the church and turns the thing on. I was thinking, I'm going to get some head or something to start today. Oh, oh, niggas are straight out here raw dicking and choking on fuckers. If God has his hand on you, why you sitting there? Uh, that was pretty good, man. It just kind of came you out. You can't be squeamish when giving head. I mean, you got a dick in your mouth. Like, how much more gutter can you be? Like, pussy like, the big deal, nigga. Yeah. Period. Point blank. Just what it is. The reality is. Have you ever cheated on somebody? No. I have. We know. Oh, I never wanted to cheat on anybody. Shit happens, right? I never did. <laughs> so, if we have a little bit more, you know, people who have a little bit more, then we have a little bit of time to get people who have a little bit less. Yeah. We get equalized the situation, and one day, you know, regardless of what the government does, we will have systems in place to take care of ourselves. You are now This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is Where Filtering Becomes Extinct. Today's show is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, your voice, your independence, your platform. So join us as we work to build a listener and podcaster-centric podcast ecosystem by going to www.blogtalkradio.com. What you laughing for? What's going on right now? What's so funny? I'm not sure what's going on. What's happening? Because I was about to insert my uh, Blog Talk Radio voice. Oh, yeah, the way they be doing it when we set it up. So, man, um, I know we said we weren't going to have a podcast for a couple of weeks. Um, it Who has, said that? I, I put it out there. And I was like, we're not going to do a podcast for a few weeks. You know, we were uh, taking a trip. You know, we went to Denver. We just got back from Denver, uh, Denver yes. today. Um, Vacation. Yeah. And thank you um, for, you know, <laughs> taking me so on welcome. the trip to Denver. You're so stupid. <laughs> Um, you asked me where I wanted to go for my birthday. I told you I wanted to try something different. You know, everybody knows that I have an interest in, you know, marijuana and how it makes the body work and makes the body better and how it makes you feel. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> just had the marijuana finesse on a few episodes ago. So yeah. I was like, shit, I want to go out here, you know, check out some tours, mm-hmm. you know, and see what's going on. Also, I mean, Artesia, um, she's here in the studio with me tonight. I didn't, we didn't, you didn't say nothing. You just laughed your way into the conversation. Oh, I figured the people know my voice now. Yeah, they do, but, you know, it may be a first-time listener, and they're like, who is this person? Hello, first-time listeners. My name is Artesia. You're so funny. <laughs> so, Denver, man. But Denver Denver was, uh, to me, first of all, the, the number one thing that I liked about Denver, I think when you heard me talk about D.C., 
you heard me speak negatively about DC. Which I did not appreciate. My first impression. It was, a, uh, I got to look him up before we go when we take a break. It's a podcast out of DC that mm-hmm. hit me up yesterday. And they were like, hey, man, we heard the episode about, you know, how you felt about DC. Yeah. And they was like, that's not a proper representation of DC. So we need you to come I'm back. Shave my stomping ground. And it was like, we need you to come back to DC. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, when you come back, hit we us up. You. We'll link you up and then we'll show you the real DC. And I was like, all right, we'll make that work. But Denver, like, the aesthetic of Denver. Yeah, you was super hype about Denver. I mean, every, off the plane. every house had like porches. You saw hills and valleys and beautiful mountains with snow caps on the top of them. And I mean, grass was super green. The sky was blue. The mm-hmm. air, the, like, we already everything know the altitude fresh. is different. So it's like every, yeah, everything was just fresh <laughs> and refreshing. Mm-hmm. The, um, you know, here in Texas, I have friends that moved here from Boston a couple of years back. And one of the things that they really noticed about Texas was the streets were clean. Mm-hmm. And you know we got the the motto don't mess with Texas, yeah. Don't litter. So I don't I never I didn't see anything like that in Colorado, but no, but it was still very clean, very clean. Mm-hmm. And I think the other thing that took that caught me off guard and is always pleasant is meeting white people who they're uh, refreshing mm-hmm. or they're, they 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 seem human. They're inviting. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, me and you both was there, and it's like. The white people were talkative. <laughs> they were holding doors for us. Yeah, like, it's like and running across the street like yeah. when we slowed down to let them by. Yeah, ain't no As white people to hear. Ain't no white people. Sweet, These motherfucking entitled time. sweet. <laughs> We run the country, we run the we world type the white. Yeah, these these are the type of white people. Some white Lady people here in Dallas was like she raised up her hand like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. But so it's, nice. it's, it's different. Like here, like you said about the guy crossing the road, like here, if you let a white person cross the road, it's like they take their sweet ass time. Mm-hmm. If it's 30 seconds on the sign for you to cross that, that lane, they'll yeah. take every minute, every second of that 30 sometimes. seconds. But this white dude in Denver was like, hey, you can go, bro. And that nigga darted. He I mean, did. when he darted, I, I literally was like, what the fuck? And he we was both like, looked at each other and he like said, that. huh? And I was like, this <laughs> nigga ran across the street. These are the Denver white people different are a different kind. breed. Of white people, and it's a it's a breed of white people that I appreciate. Like you say, they were speaking, mm-hmm. they were smiling, they were engaging in conversation when we were at dinners. There was no awkward stares when we nah. walked into you know upscale places. Yeah. It was like, yeah, hey, hey how, y'all, how doing? y'all doing? Welcome, glad and you came in like, tonight. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, and it's like okay, <laughs> okay. cool then. <laughs> glad I could make your night. Then one thing that I did see and I heard about it in in Colorado is, I mean, the perception of interracial dating. Mm-hmm. It's different for, for like here, people will look at you because it's like nigga, you gonna choose a white girl when yeah. you got sisters here. I ain't even holding nothing against the brothers there. In Denver, it's like it ain't nothing but white folks. <laughs> I literally, we were there for four, five days. Yeah, and I can count on both my hands how many black people I saw. Yeah, it was not a lot. And every brother we saw was with a white woman, and it was one of those things to where nobody, like, nobody, none of those white people were staring at them. Nobody cared. Nobody paid attention. And it made me think, and I was like, a lot of times, you know, we watch TV about crimes or, like, the the race wars is happening in America. We'll watch TV and we may see like a white person say, I still can't believe this is going on in 2017. And they may be in California and yeah. they're thinking that because they nobody's no thinking, they have no knowledge experience. of what's going down in here in the South. Mm-hmm. And it's like every white person that we talked to out there, it was like, 
they didn't know nothing about it. And we had a couple of Uber robber, Uber drivers that we were asking questions about, or they would talk to us and we'd be like, hey, white people different here. Not trying to throw shade, but, mm-hmm. you know, and the one of the white dudes was like, yeah, it's, it's different here. We don't pay attention to all of that stuff. We don't care. He was like, the only place that may be like that is Colorado Springs. That's yeah. the closest you'll get to it here in Colorado. And then I think we had one uh, waiter that was even honest enough to say, you know, he didn't get it. He didn't understand it. He was like, but we do. We have a long way to go. We have a lot of work go. to do. That's what he said. Well, I And mean, I like that he took ownership and he said, we have a lot of work to do. You took that for me. <laughs> kind of did. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, we are but, but one. You, but you we know, it's, and, 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 and it's okay because sometimes you know how. You'll oh, say let me something. Back it up because I said we are one. We operate as a unit. Okay. Yeah, because we ain't one. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> if even if I, I mean, you gotta be married Ooh, to geez. be considered. No, that's one. why I said let me back that up. Yeah. Okay. Because <clears throat> I was gonna say <laughs> we're one. Can a nigga get on? Can I? Can we? What are we gonna talk about? Insurance? Can we figure out how to get? Some, <laughs> yeah. You ain't even funny in the least bit. <laughs> Not even the least bit, but the white people, not for real. They, 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 it was amazing. Um, I, I like it had that fall sense in the air too. Oh yeah, the colors, everything was like the trees, green, Mm -hmm. and purple and red, and they had the vines growing up on the side of homes. Yeah, and it's like it just had so much. Like it seemed like Denver had a culture. Mm-hmm. Dallas doesn't have, to me, a culture. It's like their culture is everybody's culture. Yeah. Like just it's mix and match, but it's like it's not authentic. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, not saying that white people can't do hip hop or have hip hop shows and do, but like if somebody, if I see like in an invite and it's like white people throwing some kind of hip hop party, I, I don't know about that. But one thing I will give it to white people is they know how to party. Oh yeah, they gonna have a good time. It ain't, I mean, you go to a black party, a lot of times people standing on the wall, nobody's yeah. dancing, and they <laughs> just come. What I really <laughs> love though. Is it's like come as you are. It's like you don't have to get super dressed up. Like I don't even think I brought. Like I always have different options when I travel. Yeah. But I don't even think we dressed up like dressed up dressed nah. up like one time. Five days trip. I probably wore the same. Five days I wore the same jeans three times, and I wore another pair. Like I, I wore like three pair of jeans in five days. Yeah. And then half the shirts I had I didn't wear. Yeah, it was so comfortable. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna keep this hoodie on. I'm gonna wear this hoodie again tomorrow. Yeah, like it was just one of them things where, like you said, you did you felt relaxed. It was kind of like when we go to New Orleans. Yeah, kind of like that. But it wasn't as trashy. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) sorry, New Orleans. That's what it was. The weed tour. We met actually met a guy from New Orleans on the weed tour. We met. What what were your thoughts about the weed tour? Like I had a good time. Um, I don't like a lot of people, so having those people, like, being scrunched yeah. up on that bus with all those people, it was crazy. But to meet people, we met two other couples that were from Dallas. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think it was funny that literally, and even the tour guide was, like, the majority of the people that they get are from Texas mm. to come on these tours. Because the man is trying to suppress us out here with this marijuana. They don't want us yeah. to, they don't want us to. I'm going to tell you the thing, as a, as a, as a used-to-be hand-to-hand combat person. Reformed. You know what I'm saying? Like when I got there and I was seeing, I was like 125 for an ounce. Oh my god, the that's like 300 dollars so here. Cheap. And it's crazy yeah. because they're they're um, go out to Dallas and re up and then come back here and flip it. Yeah, are the equivalent to like our liquor stores because they're literally like on, on every, every corner. corner. And it's like you can just just roll up and and then they do these happy hours and you get all this and 
special prices on top of the already cheap prices. Shit, we forgot to go back on my birthday. Yeah, because you would have gotten gotten that percentage. But off. you know, it was but, already crazy. It was only you said the tickets were fifty dollars because you got the tickets for a, yeah for a feature this particular for my birthday. tour. It was like fifty dollars per person. Yeah, but I didn't. Now I knew that that included like transportation. We went to like a grow house. We went to a dispensary, and then they give you discounts on whatever you purchase. And they had, but a I didn't know that they were going to be passing out. Like they literally had. We had like four <laughs> blunts in rotation on the bus. <laughs> a bong and something else and then if nothing else you pretty much was hot boxing it on the bus yeah which is what I did cause I yeah I refused to go smoke behind like yeah. 50 random people yeah but yeah I was good off the contacts yeah it was it was, it was a good thing it was one white dude on there looked like he was uh, the creator of Duck Dynasty oh my god Billy but he was funny yeah, shout Billy. out to Billy from Oklahoma yeah he was funny as shit <laughs> him and his wife we was getting ready to get on we, they, so they told us they was like hey when you get ready to leave you know you, if you want to leave something on the bus you can leave your marijuana with us yeah, so on and so forth it's illegal to take other marijuana inside like, inside a dispensary yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so they don't want you smoking in there they don't want you bringing your own weed you just come you look yeah. they don't want no mixes no fragrances or anything can't bring any bags and nothing like that so when they were telling you know people to (laughs) hand over their weed you know whatever whatever so billy was like hey here go my he emptied his pocket he had one prescription in the bottle he gave him that and then he was like here here take this bong and i got his wife and was like hey we got some more don't we and then she went into that person i swear for at least two minutes straight she was pulling out cookies (laughs) chocolate uh, chocolate fucking gummy bears and, and blunts i mean i'm like and the funny thing that i liked about it was you see the diversity of marijuana smokers Oh yeah, because it's literally everybody. Old white that old white couple uh-huh. from uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Billy and them. Then uh-huh. it was the black guy that I met next to us. They oh, were from my, Milwaukee. And when we pulled up, because we parked next to them oh, in the yeah. parking lot, and yeah. I saw, and I was like, and I think I joked with you about it. I was like, what they doing here? Because they didn't even look look like, like they do. And his wife was the main one. She was like, nah, let me hit that yeah. when you was getting ready to pass. Pass it off. Yeah. She was like, nah, let me hit that. Yeah. It, I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> and it's like then they had the Asian guy and girl on there. Yeah. Um, it was a Hispanic couple. It basically even in the weed stores, you saw everybody that looked like something Corporate from Fortune five hundred companies down to the little hippie kid riding a skateboard exactly. in these marijuana shops like the people like it's so it's crazy but you know what's so funny they will only tie the negativity of marijuana or drug selling to blacks and like hispanics mm-hmm. or any minority yeah. but it was more white people in there smoking that shit oh yeah and it was high. like the tour guy was high the by the time we made it downtown yeah. and the lady from the dispensary came out she was high as hell yeah and she was like hi guys thank you for coming yeah. let me know if you need anything <laughs> <laughs> and i think i asked her a question yeah. was, her eyes was so low i was like okay yeah. no you know too when we was going when even also when we was out there to shop man i'm just giving a lot of credit to some white people man you know a, a lot of times i don't think people really think about it like a lot of times white people get blamed for shit that they have nothing to do with meaning there are some good white ones who are the type of white people that we look to and say hey thank you for being an ally or Mm -hmm. what you're saying about you know how thank you for acknowledging your white privilege Mm -hmm. and standing up for something that you know to help other people outside of yourself but it's like a lot of times we don't actually know or pay attention to that there are some white people who feel the same way we feel about the injustices in America. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to give a good shout out because I know a lot of times on the podcast I talk about white people and some yeah. of the bullshit they do. So I do want to give a shout out to the white folks, specifically in Denver and Aurora, Colorado. Mm. You were amazing. Yes. You were pleasant. Mm-hmm. I was kind. I was whatever. <laughs> you was kind. You was smart. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's like I, I, I do respect them out there, man. Like you said, even when we were out there, just to be able to engage with them, the conversations, oh, yeah. them coming up to us, opening doors when we were going out places to shop, nobody was watching from a corner exactly. or, or hawking over your shoulder. They were coming and saying, "Hey, can I help you?" Telling you about the sales, the specials, mm-hmm. all of this shit. When we went out to dinner on and my what birthday, sold me. Mm-hmm. That, that's actually what sold me was at the dinner for your birthday because a lot of times white women in particular are extra nice to you <coughs> but they I guess they forget that you sit across from a black woman because mm-hmm. they try to pay you that extra attention down here in the south because they you know that's another story for another time but anyways the white women there they were equally attentive so to me yeah, it felt it more balance. genuine yeah it was a balance yes and then it was I don't know now I'll say this I said the city was beautiful um, because of the leaves and the porches and everything the, the neighborhoods I really didn't see a bad neighborhood mm-hmm. um if you were so honestly black men if there's any black men out there who looking for a white woman go to Denver yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I wouldn't yeah. move there because I mean it was nothing for the black women uh, honestly because I'm not converting to the pink meat that's the name of the podcast the pink meat <laughs> I mean I'm not, I'm not so converting. it's a beautiful place to visit but hell ain't nothing <laughs> for me there <laughs> but and one thing I was telling you about the white women there too I was like all these motherfuckers is thick like it was a bunch oh, of yeah. thick gravy tr- I mean it wasn't a bad thick either like they no, had asses was, yeah. yeah they had nice asses nice and thighs had on a little tight yeah and they had nice bodies but it was like from 1 to 10 most of their faces was about a 5 or a 6 yeah. it fluctuated no higher than a 6.5 yeah it's oh, dead yeah. so I was like I mean you could go out there and pump these girls up and gas these girls up and have your bed filled all through the winter the cuffing season yeah it would be a night yeah we missed that cuffing season party we was gonna go to. Yeah. Uh, we was a little tired. We were supposed to go see Jay Farrow. Um, you fucked up the tickets on that. But hey, man, you know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? It's I all did. good. It's my fault. Man, ain't no problem. Okay, we still had a good time. We had an amazing um, house uh, <coughs> host. Host, yes. yes. Uh, <coughs> Shout out to. I don't think he won his name said, but I'll block that out since Please that was do. at the 15. You rubbed off 15, on me. 15 minute and nine second mark. Okay, we'll so take shout his name out. out. Shout out to O. Shout out to O. The big homie O. You know what I'm saying? Um, we do appreciate it you. It was stuck in my head from. Yeah. Um... It's all good. So, so it, it's the crazy thing. They they gonna probably, they gonna still get it because I, we saying <laughs> oh, and then you say <laughs> so we'll believe. We got to do something because you fucking up right now. So anyway, we want to say podcast yeah. nine o'clock. I know. Yeah, yeah. we normally I'm don't podcast this late. So I, I want to say thank you to the homie man. Um, we we talked about going to Denver. Um, I talked about it on the podcast. I think one time mm-hmm. he's a listener and he's a friend. Um, he's a friend of a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. That's a listener. And um, when he saw that, he inboxed me at the reality was on Instagram and he was like, "Hey, whenever you're in Denver, let me know. I got you. I'll show you guys around. I, you know, I'll show you around. I take care of you." Mm-hmm. So when we solidified the trip and the itinerary, we were like, "Okay, let's go ahead and go." So yeah. when we got ready to go, I told him, "I said, hey, bro, it's a done deal. The tickets have been purchased. We'll be out there." He was like, say no more. He was like, don't get a hotel. He was like, I have enough room in my house. He was like, you guys can come stay with me and I have an extra car. You can use the car uh, when you get here. And I was like, yeah. bro, and you when just. you text me, I was like, I'm not used to such levels of generosity. Because yeah. normally I'm the one that's giving or trying to, you know, figure out a way to make it yeah. work for somebody else. So when you said that, I was like, okay. 
I think God is pointing me in the right direction with friends these days. <laughs> Look at you becoming a believer and stuff. I mean, I've always been a believer, but it's okay <laughs> to question. But I do feel like the the new circle of people that have been introduced into my life um, are, are, are people, I feel like we're on the same frequency. Yeah. You know, we're working on the same frequency, meaning we're the people that I fo- that I really fuck with right now. It's like they're bettering themselves. Mm-hmm. They're educating themselves. And I'm not just talking about by going to college because it's, it's a lot of ways oh, to no. educate yourself. But they're looking at uh, growth potential as far as their earning potential. And mm-hmm. they're looking at the growth of their communities. Mm-hmm. Now, when people and are just being open minded and being open minded. Yeah, I think that's important. And it's so funny because I've said it before where, you know, I had friends that were on a different frequency looking to level up and do more things. And I had friends who were content. Mm-hmm. And I've always been an ambitious person. So I remember times when like I would go in certain rooms and I would invite the friends that are, mm-hmm. you know, okay with their lives. And, and I would invite them into the same rooms with people who are more ambitious than them. And when I started connecting to them, I had friends saying, Hey, don't lose yourself. And yeah. it's like, why we always got to lose ourselves as black people because we want better. I think it's the difference between being content and being complacent. I think complacency is what keeps you in the same place yeah but it's okay to be content because i i look at myself and i'm I'm pretty content with my life yes but i'm not complacent to where i don't see that there are areas that i can improve in yeah. or ways that i can continuously be better and we have that me and you even talk about that a lot of times because you are ambitious mm-hmm. but i'm very ambitious mm-hmm. and i'm very ambitious not saying that you aren't no, you're ambitious look. in terms of being more of a free spirit yeah. and like like when not to be funny being out in Denver, you're like, oh, yeah, I can move here. Yeah. You know, whereas well, somebody like assign- me. And then for me, it's like with work, I was like, let me come back and check it out yeah, a little bit more, too. But those assignments, yeah. But with somebody like me, I'm a little bit more settled because I do have kids. And so it's like, yeah, I would probably nine times out of ten pick up and move when they go to college yeah. but not right now and see that's the thing and i know we're kind of switching into relationships where we had no intention of doing but mm-hmm. it is a great topic because me and you we've been talking for so long and it's mm-hmm. like we do like i say we move at different frequencies sometimes for the most part we're on the same frequency mm-hmm. but when i think it, we're always on the same page i think it's just about realizing like for you i've always supported you yeah. and I always said you know it is very much possibility that you will move off and we probably, you know, won't be talking or whatever. But see, that's crazy because it's like, and you know, it puts me in a, in a shitty position because I think I've talked to you before and I was like, you know how they always be like, oh, when niggas get on, you know, oh, they yeah. leave a black woman or they leave yeah. whatever. And, and it's I've like, had friends ask me like, why this question comes up yeah. randomly but I've had people ask me hey how would you feel if when he got on he left you for a white girl I'm like Jesus. well if we're not together anymore nine times out of ten it might will, it might be a white girl but, but it, it would, wouldn't be like you crucified. left me for, for a, a white, white girl but nobody's now, gonna see nobody would see that yeah nobody would see that not even saying that I would be with a white woman if me and you stopped talking. Yeah. I'm definitely going to dig in a few of it if that was the situation. <laughs> of course you are. I mean, hey. <laughs> we know this. I got to do it, man. Like I was talking <laughs> to one of the homeboys not too long ago. It's like somebody said when niggas be, some niggas, they feel like when they fucking a white girl, it's like they doing something for all the really? the years in slavery. And I was like, oh, I've heard oh, okay. that before. I have, But I have heard that before. I've, I don't feel that way. I just, I mean, it's like, it's just for me. If I like him, I like him. If I want to have sex with a particular one, I do. But, you know, I've heard several black guys be like, it's like something about just pounding out a white girl and it being like, hey, man, mm-hmm. I'm doing this for my ancestors. Like y'all said, we couldn't have this. We couldn't touch this. And everybody has their own way of thinking. And now, yeah, it's a way, now, most of the time when I've heard this, these guys were younger. 
They're older now, but they were younger and saying, hey, this is how it was. And I mean, shit, what are you going to think a lot of times? I mean, at that age, all you know is racism mm-hmm. and what happened and what you couldn't do. And it's like, oh, you want to do this? Oh, I'm going to do it for, uh, you know, I'm going to do, do it for, it for the culture. Yeah, do it for the culture. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how we got off on this. But that, I mean, that's true. Well, we was talking yeah, about us. Yeah. And then we got to this. Yeah, because you, you said I'm ambitious, but you're very ambitious. Yeah. So I had to kind of make that clear. Yeah, I, want, not, yeah, I don't want it to seem yeah. like you're not whatever. But we we always talk <laughs> yeah. about could our differences in ambition be the detriment to the relationship? Mm-hmm. Because and like you said, well and, and like you were saying, and you can't just pick up and move. And that's one of the things, like even with dating women with kids, like this is probably one of the best ideal situations I've ever mm-hmm. been in, in reference or even seen yeah. with kids. Cause people be like, how do y'all manage this with her having kids and her working and you doing all of this? And it's like, it does work. Mm-hmm. You know, we may not see each other as much as sometimes we want, but we do see each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and I think it would be totally, people have to keep in mind, just because you are somebody with kids, it's two different types. I think I would be more willing to pick up and move if their dad wasn't involved, but yeah. that's also a factor. I'm not going to pick my kids up and take them halfway across the country and make it difficult for their dad to be involved in their lives, because I know what it's like to grow up without that. Yeah. So. And he, I mean, and, and I've met your ex-husband. He is a good guy. Um, he is a good father. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy, because it's like people always ask you, too, like, how do we coexist? How do you coexist with me being okay with you talking to him and whatever? Because it's been times... I think times, people are just used to dysfunction. They really are. And they, they it's hard for them to fathom that something can work. Because they come at you all the time. Like, it's been times where you'll, you'll talk about uh, your, your kid's father mm-hmm. and you'll talk about scenarios to your friends mm-hmm. and they'll be like, girl, you ain't got him on child support. You ain't... And it's like, no. Nah. Yeah, and they, and they, they expect you to. Yeah. They say things as if your situation is negative too. Yeah. Like, girl, I know he get on your motherfucking nerves. No. And it's and like, <laughs> nah, that ain't... And then it turns out like, to no, like, why you divorcing? No, well, I it's personal relate. reasons. That's none of your business. Yeah. But it's... And yeah. people find that funny. Yeah. So, a lot of people ask me too, like, we've even had people try to use that against us in this situation of like how do you feel about her and the relationship between her ex-husband yeah and then bringing up like social media posts like like i would be stupid enough to put something on social that you don't know about yeah so that's kind of weird yeah but i'll get back to the hospitality i want to make sure this you know the homie um in denver i don't want to say his name the homie oh but you know we'll give him the name oh but i I really appreciate the hospitality um to be able to have a room in your home to trust me to trust us to drive your vehicle i mean he didn't say bring this back do this at this time this and this and that but you know what i also feel like he knew we appreciated him you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying we hooked him up well you know with with some i'm gonna go old school with some reefer you know what i'm saying you know we hooked him up with some reefer we hooked him up with some of his favorite beer (laughs) you know what i'm saying got him some nice tacos from machete who had hell of a drinks shout out to machete um what area was that in cherry creek or was it cherry creek but i said for the people in dallas we haven't had drinks that strong since cyclone and naya days That shit, I had to go. I, and they gave me some pineapple shot. Oh, yeah, because it was your birthday. I slept so fucking good. Yeah, you did. You were out. Oh, man. Because you don't even drink anymore like that. Yeah, so, so it, it hit, hit me you hard. Real, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, we were walking down the street doing a snap. <laughs> he was like, I'm drunk, bitch. Yeah. The first day, <laughs> I think the first day he gave me some, um, I think it was called Ghost Haze. Mm-hmm. Ghost Haze uh, something, but it was, we. man, I felt lovely. Yeah. I felt real lovely. Well, I don't, for the people that know or don't know, I don't smoke. Nah. Um, I do edibles. Yeah. So I felt really good. The gummies was straight. Yeah. Niggas was smashing them cookies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But but, but the hospitality, man, like I said, it's, it's, it's hard to find that. Um, 
we f- at first when we first got there it was kind of like man you're in somebody else's place so we both was just we were down in the basement he in our room around. and we when he came in we were in the basement and he was like why y'all ain't upstairs you know doing something we was like hey bro this your house until yeah. you here because he wasn't there when yeah we got there. i was like i'm not turning on no tv i'm not walking upstairs i'm not touching shit i ain't going in the refrigerator i ain't doing shit till yeah. i get the okay from the man of the house and i'm so glad that i travel with somebody that has the same views as me because yeah. it, it would have been so hard to be like hey stop doing that don't yeah. do that don't. so yeah yeah. You did do that one time when I started eating cookies, though. One night, that night he was gone. Yeah, because you was getting a little carried away. I, I ate one cookie and then I went back for a second cookie. Okay, I thought it was more, but I just kind of felt like in my spirit you was getting a little carried away. Because <laughs> I like, know how you are. He was like, you go like, keep going in his th- I know how <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, when I'm high, I snack yeah, like a you, motherfucker. You run down through some snacks. So I was just like, nah. Let's, I ate one cookie, man. I was being, I was doing the right thing. <laughs> I ate one cookie and then I was like, you know what? I justified it because I was like, we did just bring this nigga some tacos last night. Yeah. I'm going to get a second cookie. <laughs> So I went and ate a second cookie. Then even yesterday when I was sitting there, he was cooking. And um, I was like, hey, bro, can I have another I like, cookie? Oh, <laughs> I had a few puffs and I was like, hey, can I have another cookie, man? And he was like, uh, yeah, go ahead. And I opened the bag and I was like, it's only three cookies in here. So then I had to make the decision. I was like, do I eat one cookie and be nice because it is this nigga's cookies? Or do I be like, well, I, we, I got this nigga some tacos. And then, hanging on these tacos. And then, I, then you bought me some weed and I was like, I'm going to gift this to him because we've been smoking his shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So then I was like, I'm going to eat the second cookie so i was like i'll eat the second cookie that'll be a i ate two i'm satisfied i leave him one i didn't finish the whole bag but then i started thinking to myself i was like leaving one i was like leaving one cookie that's like somebody leaving a corner of juice in the refrigerator in my head while in my head while i was eating these cookies do you remember you were sitting on the other side of the table i I ate those cookies i ate one i closed the bag back up I waited a while. I ate a, another one. And I set the bag and I left it open for the last one. And I was like, I'm just going to eat this shit because it's kind of disrespectful. Because if he's high, yeah. he's going to come back and say, this nigga left me one cookie. He should have just ate that shit. Yeah. So I ate it. And then I let the, the, the little carton sit there for a little while. And I was like, okay, um, if I leave it here, he's probably going to think it's something in here. So I'm going to just get up and trash it. And then that's the end of this whole segment. <laughs> and it was cool. That was he, didn't, he didn't say nothing. All he said when I opened it up, he was like, it ain't no milk though, bro. I said, I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was wondering. I, I was like, I must have missed that because I spent a lot of time downstairs. Because yeah. I was trying to let y'all have y'all guy time too. Yeah. So I was like, I must have missed the whole milk and cookie session. Yeah. Like, yeah, but he he cool, man. I appreciate that. It was um, like I said, I appreciate the free range. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you giving us a vehicle to drive around. Like, I, you know, I feel like we killed two stereotypes. We killed the stereotypes that people. You know, like black people don't trust each other or we can't help each other out because he saved us $2,000. Yeah. Because by the time we actually solidified and made the decision, because yeah. our schedules have been hectic. Fucked up. So we didn't know if we, I, I bought and the we tickets coming back a long to the time shit ago. Show right this week. Yeah, I bought the tickets a long time ago, but we didn't know for sure if we were going to be able to go just yeah. because of everything that was going on. Yeah. Um, and so by the time we finally decided, like the hotel rooms were like $1,500 yeah. we wanted to stay, we would have had to rent a car because we were planning to drive out to the mountains. Yeah. So it was just a lot. The mountains yeah. was good too, man. Yeah. I forgot about the mountains. You know, did a little hiking for the first time. Uh, we definitely was niggas because we didn't have no hiking gear. I was just going uh, we went for out the there for, Yeah, we went out there for photography purposes. And we ended up doing yeah. that. And the higher we got stuff. up up in the mountains, I was like, okay, it's getting tough up here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I started breathing hard. I was yeah. like, I ain't got the proper shoes. I'm sliding down rocks and shit. I hadn't pulled that thing out yeah. in years. And I was sliding down rocks like I was surfing. <laughs> and you was like, hey, you got this? Yeah. I felt, it brought the country out of me again, yeah. though. 
Because you was a little country. I was walking up through there. I was like, you was worried about sticks and goats. And I was like, come on, man. Is it going to be all right? Well, I just you don't had fuck to with be prepared. Snake. Yeah. Yeah, for good. myself That's why I said Wear some tennis shoes And some socks And long pants yeah. Cause I mean If anything else Don't give the snake You know uh, A free leg to Direct bite on accent. Yeah you gotta make him Work for that motherfucker No I just, I just Yeah It was fun though It was fun uh, You know It, it was fun I, I enjoyed it That's good I'm the, glad that you Enjoyed your birthday trip The good white people of Denver I approve of you motherfuckers <laughs> I approve <laughs> So we got the event Coming up this Friday Man we about to get ready To shut the podcast down We just wanted to give you A little bit this week Because we got a lot coming up Later this week I will be podcasting They'll be in studio uh, The brothers of The Republican Company Richard and Jason Gray mm-hmm. They will be in Dallas On Friday um, We'll be doing a podcast On Friday You'll I be hearing that the event mm-hmm. uh, The event that's on The 28th Yes Saturday. And we'll be at The House of Blues It's the Sold Martin out. Trivia t- uh, I was going to say Tour we haven't got to that point no, yet. No, please don't. Yeah. We just recuperated from yeah, the yeah. first mishap. Yeah, I don't want to give too much information, but so t- and, and talk about that. <laughs> you know, because when we first came in, we had yeah, one place solidified Bar Louie, the venue mm-hmm. with Bar Louie. It was um, I did that reservation about a month and a half in before we yeah yeah, and after we announced it, like two weeks later, Bar Louie decided to pull out, mm-hmm. and um. And this is in the height of you having people saying, we need more tickets and can you yeah. get a bigger space? Yes. And, uh, it's already sold out and yeah. you, you got all of this. And you know, if it's a soup you up, because I, I got to show you a superpower. I don't think they see your cape all the time, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm so glad I have my own personal hype, man. But, um, but, 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 but. <laughs> but anyways, so it was actually good that it worked out that way with everybody saying, oh, we need more tickets. You know, you should get a bigger space or whatever because with Bar Louie pulling out. And this was crazy because, like I said, I solidified this reservation a month and a half in advance. Before I even announced it, I called them back to confirm to set up a walkthrough. After we announced it, a week later, I actually did a walkthrough to, you know, make sure yep. or find out how the event was going to be set up yep. and go over everything that we needed with the space did that general manager was all excited all in whatever the case may be week later from that time i get a call saying it's a no-go because quote unquote they had system issues mm-hmm. and which he had said that two weeks prior no, but they had supposed to have that figured yeah, out they had it resolved and then he said that they had another large party that night which was the lake highlands high school reunion and translation, but when I heard and translation lake for highlands, that i heard white folks yeah when i heard lake highlands i was like oh so they but because he had already told me in the yeah. beginning we have another uh event that night but we can make yours work because we're going <clears> to <throat> give you the whole patio space mm-hmm. okay that's great. That's how we're going to do that. So, long story short, I was busting my tail trying to find a replacement venue, and it was crazy. didn't look like it was going to happen because, keep in mind, Saturday is the last Saturday before Halloween, so yeah. everybody's doing their Halloween parties yeah. and whatever. So, finally, uh, came across a contact at the House of Blues that made it happen for yeah. us. And, they, and, and the House of Blues, first of all, is big. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've done a few events here in Dallas. But for the House of Blues to actually work with us is a big thing. Uh, we appreciate that. Yes. I think it's funny because the one part you left out about Bar Louie, uh, we are back in Texas. We are back in the white south. Mm-hmm. So 
um, when he told you, when you told me the story, I was like, and okay. And I told him, I said, I call bullshit. Yeah. And normally I don't curse or do anything like that in when a professional business. setting. Yeah. But I, when I heard Lake Highlands, I was like so pissed off. And then off. you said they and had the a bit, they had a so reservation much. of 125. Yeah. So it was, it did it, it, economically, it didn't even make sense. No. You're going to turn down 450 people where you're going to make at least $20 a pop off these people. Mm-hmm. For 125 people, and then park, and it's off Park Avenue, a Park Lane, Park Lane, which is North Dallas, which mm-hmm. is the prestigious part of Dallas. So for me, I thought with a business sense, I said, you know what, this is fucked up. What they're doing is they don't want all these black people because yeah, you showed them event the event tab. So if you go to the event tab, you see 450 people, and predominantly is black and Hispanic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you see that you think about your your clientele, which mm-hmm. is understandable from a, yeah. from from a business perspective. You know what I'm saying? Even extent. even if it's racist, even if it's prejudice or whatever the case may be or stereotypical like it was bad business mm-hmm. but I do understand if you want to present this you know image of what you want in your place well for me I didn't understand it because like I said I had already did all the leg work no it's wrong we already, I, had, I, it, yeah, yeah, we already had it solidified and so that's why I, I told him when he called I was yeah. like you know what I call bullshit yeah. I don't think it's right yeah. and then on top of that in his subpar efforts to try to smooth things over, he was like, oh, well, I can move you out to the Allen location. Who the fuck wants to drive all the way to Allen? Nobody. Then he was like, well, let's do Arlington. I talked to the manager at Arlington, and, and she can take the reservation. So I, I, I left work and drove over there to yeah. see it because I hadn't been to that location. I was like, okay, this is not going to work, but I need to have something as a backup plan. Yeah. Needless to say, that general manager never followed up. To yeah. this day, I still have not heard anything, anything. back from her. At all, so the whole Bar Louis situation is just actually fucked up. Yeah, don't do, don't go to Bar Louis at all. Don't try to plan anything with Bar Louis. No, don't give any money to Bar Louis. <laughs> don't be a patron of Bar Louis. Who the fuck is Louis? But uh, shout out to uh, Kim, which is a event coordinator that yes. I worked with before on a previous event, because mm-hmm. she connected me to the awesome guy at um, House of Blues. Mm. So. I'm, you know what I'm really ready for? What? Jason says he always listens to the podcast, Jason Gray, mm-hmm. of Republican Company. Hey, my brother, I'm ready for this motherfucking podcast Friday. Yeah, I'm sure I may it's try and make. Crazy. Yeah, I'm going to try. I, I think I'm going to do it here in my apartment. i try to have a few people over, do a little drink champ type uh, setting. Hopefully the police don't come and, oh, and yeah. try and whatever. So, you know what I'm saying? I done had enough of the police. Yeah, me too. But this event, I, I'm, I'm amped about it. <clears throat> As you can see, my my voice just shifted, <laughs> <clears throat> but I am amped about it. I look forward to it. I am a little nervous. Yeah, me too. I'm a little nervous because this is like the biggest event that we've had. Yeah. Um, Which you know, is why it was so much pressure. Yeah. Trying to get this thing switched and to, over and to deliver it. Yes. Yeah. Houston, we like I told you guys, we hear you. We don't know the date yet, but we are gonna bring Martin Tribune live. Yeah. My, I'm, you know. Yeah. I'm a little. Yeah. So Martin Trivia. Yeah, Martin Trivia. We're gonna bring that to you. Houston. You know what I'm saying? We got people in DC who want it. We, we we're working on that. And we definitely gotta bring it back to Dallas because I mean everybody not gonna be able to get in this weekend. Yeah, it's still people saying, Hey, can we pay at the door? And that would be so awesome. I, gotta, I mean, honestly, just come. Flood the motherfucker. No. No, you shaking it. You just if they saw you, you just look come on nigga, no. Yeah. I need you to pull it back in. Okay, I put it we're, back in. We're already, yeah. Yeah, we are be, to capacity. Yeah, because we have our own list. Yeah, we do have a list of people to get in. Yes. Which I need to get that list started and pop it. And send it to me ASAP. Yeah. I, I think do. sometimes you get relaxed in this whole 
relationship. All right. Just, just, we're not going there. Oh. So, <laughs> just, did we have anything else I'm to talk about? Did you have real. any? Did you have any? Oh, you want to keep it real now? That's, Do you want to keep it real? The reality is. Oh, okay, then. That's what you're going to go with. I want to say shout out to the new listeners. Uh, we have seen an increase in listenership. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I appreciate that. Uh, we have just surpassed 90,000 listens. So, awesome. I, I, I would know. insert a, a hand clap. clap. Maybe it wasn't um, 50, 36, 37. Maybe I'll insert some. And hand clapping. I mean, they say ninety thousand is a lot. I don't think it's as much. I have high expectations. Yeah, I want to be at five hundred thousand. But that's great. People but tell I me all the time, enjoy the to, little blessings. Exactly. Enjoy the I little need blessings. You to learn how to do that. Ninety thousand listeners. Ain't nothing wrong with being appreciative. And we wow. doubled our listeners from last year. Yes. So we are growing. Um, I got an email. I got a text message. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't even have to read it verbatim. Um, shout out to the homie, um, Chris Harper. And I say shout out to him because he texted me randomly this week and he said, I'm paraphrasing because I don't want to read it verbatim, but he basically was like, hey, man, I was just thinking about you and I wanted to reach out to you and let you know that you're going places and you're going to be something big one day. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, right now you are Chadwick Bozeman, who is the guy who's uh, playing Black Panther. Of course we know. And I was like, why do you mean Chadwick Boseman? And he was like, we've seen you, seen him in The Flash or we've seen him in like small time movies. He was like, and people are starting to hear his name and know his name. He was like, but through his diligence and hard work with uh, Black Panther, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, after that, everybody's going to know his name on, a, on you know, because that's a franchise movie. If this if this first movie for mm-hmm. Black Panther takes off, this is a franchise. It's, it's about it. It's, I think it's going to be. And awesome. we need to go out and support this motherfucker Actually full fledged. Yeah. The movie theater, don't bootleg the it. First weekend, yeah, please. The, yeah, the first day, preferably. Yeah, but don't boot. Try not to bootleg this movie, man. Please, like anybody who's listening within whoever within this range that you can hear my voice and you tapping on this podcast on this day if it's before uh, the release of Black Panther, go see that it shit. Is. Go give your money. But shout out to Harper with the words of encouragement. Yeah, man. He always speaks life into mm-hmm. me, man. Him and Frank, uh, it's good to have them around me. Um, they're always telling me and, and Joby. You know, mm-hmm. Joby always tells me, hey, man, you're the hardest working man in podcasting. And I'm like, well, I appreciate that, bro. You mm-hmm. know, and I, I, not to be funny, I kind of feel that today because, mm-hmm. I mean, we did our flight. We had to be at the airport like at 430. Mm-hmm. Flight left at six. We came home. I took a nap for like two hours. Mm-hmm. I woke up. I started cleaning up. And now we're doing the podcast. Yeah. So. All in a day's work. I know. And it's back to. Back to the rat race tomorrow. Yeah. All in preparation for Saturday. Yep. Well, I'm about to get up out this bitch, uh, finish up my doobie, and get me something to drink, and then I think I'm going to enjoy the rest I of really my don't life. I don't know why you went into this weird voice, well, but we're uh, going to Yeah, you should just roll with it. I just want to, you know, switch it up a little bit, show my range. I don't like this range. You don't like the range? <laughs> you don't like the range because you don't like pink meat. If you like pink meat, you'd like this range. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. I'll bet you it is. Say no to the pink meat. Oh, and always remember people in El Courage to excel <laughs> success. I bet they do. <laughs> Well, you you said I didn't. You said we didn't do the event. What you say? The switch up. So I didn't give it justice, is what you said. I don't think we did it just because for a whole week we talked about where the venue would be. Whole episode on the switch up. That's true. 
and we did we talked maybe what three minutes we had other things to talk about but one thing i will say about the switch up it was a blessing in disguise Mm -hmm. and this is what i didn't say because so many people at the beginning were mad that they didn't have space we only had 150 seats Mm -hmm. and people couldn't get in and everybody was mad that it was sold out and everybody was like oh my god like i want to be here get another venue we already talked about sab motherfucking jackson i'm not gonna bleep it this time so (laughs) we did all of that and then when Park Avenue fell through, we was like... Park Avenue, Bar Louie. Bar Louie. <laughs> when Bar Louie fell through, it was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Now now people going to be talking down on us. Now now people going to think I that our shit ain't professional. That. I, never, I did. Yeah, I know Because my name that. means a lot to myself. But as my, well as yours My work too. means a lot to me. Exactly. So I never for a second doubted the fact that I was going to be able to pull this off. I just needed time. But you, it, but it still worked out because when you hit me up and you gave me the options, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, can we pull off House yeah. of Blues? And you was like, I think we can. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the funny thing about it was with the the Bar Louie, it was free. Mm-hmm. House of Blues, it was your name, mm-hmm. and it was your work, mm-hmm. and then they gave you a price. Mm-hmm. That was in the thousands, mm-hmm. not one, not two, not mm-hmm. three. And we negotiated it to a certain price. You footed the bill for it, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. And that's why I always say you need to let some air get up under that motherfucker cape and let that motherfucker fly. <laughs> because you, you, you do be doing some shit. You be pulling shit out of your ass. But the thing about it was you asked me, you know, and I said, hey, I can give you some of it. And you was like. You know me right now. I, I'm not in the position to do that. Mm-hmm. And you was like, I got it. And I was like, okay. And the funny thing about it was we was like risk or reward because one place was like 10 G's. And then oh, we yeah. was like, damn, do you think? And we both started getting antsy because we was like, I think we can deliver this shit. Yeah. I think we can deliver. when I get invested, I was just like, yeah, I yeah. think it's going to work. Yeah. And then it's like, no, oh, you want to turn I us down for Lakeview? To... 125 people? Okay. Okay. <laughs> get that finger in that neck, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like, oh, okay, then. We yeah. can work this out. So then we started looking and we was like, bet. Then we used like, so we had it for free. Mm-hmm. Can we sell tickets now because I don't put down this brand? You didn't want me to, and I didn't want I, you to because but I, I did it. Yeah, and I didn't want you to put the money down because I was like, you shouldn't be doing this. We can keep looking. No. We can find something else. Yeah, but and I no. didn't want you to charge either because we had already initially <laughs> talked about it. But then when you put the money up, I was like, you need to be compensated for something. Of course. But the motherfucking tickets sold like gangbusters, and you yeah. made eighty five percent of your money back. Yeah. Now that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It was roughly that. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk numbers for real? No, don't fuck we, with me. We're not going to talk numbers. You don't, don't fuck with me. Don't I body slam your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think we gave it justice now. This is a long take. Normally we give a, a little quick take, but yeah, it's a long take. But hey, I'm sure they appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> me too. Thank you want to tell them what you wearing before we get off? I have. No. You got some pants on? No. You ain't never got no fucking pants I on. I do not like to wear pants. Yeah. She didn't want to wear pants in Denver either. I know. I didn't have a choice. Yeah, unless you, you want to go up there and let him look at it. With your ass out. I know. Then you'll have him thinking. Thoughts. It was a struggle. Yeah. It was hard. That's why I stayed downstairs so I could be free. Mm. 
My guy today. Man, thanks again to the homie in Colorado, man. We appreciate you, bro. <laughs> thanks to the new listeners. You are welcome. Please email us at info at the reality is because that's something that we didn't do. Uh, we were supposed to do. So it's, it's good that we did this little, this take. So if you want to be on the podcast, email us at info at the reality is.com. That's T-H-A, the reality is.com. You can find me on social media at Sir Robert Paul on Instagram, Anthony Roberts on Facebook. Follow us on every platform, um, social media wise at the reality is again, that's T-H-A, the reality is follow us go to the podcast on apple podcast listen it is easier now to leave us ratings and reviews please leave us a rating and review we always say we don't care if it's a good review or a bad review you can listen to us on google play if you don't have iphone you can listen to us on stitcher radio uh player fm listen notes we're on quite a bit of things we're still trying to work i still want to be on um uh what's that green green and black shit Spotify. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Okay, we're going to get into Spotify. I've submitted you. I know, but we're going to keep trying. And we're going to believe in Jesus that they're going to let us in. (laughs) My God, he's turning into a disciple And we're going to shout. (laughs) He didn't held us over for an extended service. Yeah, this was like a little pastor sermon. (laughs) I came back. Came back like I never left. Are we? Yeah, we gone now. (laughs) I always remember in the Hellcurse to Excel Success. We'll check with y'all next week, man. Hey, come out, come out, come out, come out to the event. Have fun. If you got your tickets, we're about to have a good time, man. I just feel like I want to keep talking. I, I missed it. I missed it. I can tell. I missed it. I do but have some. But you did get some audio yeah, while you were there. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I did get a yeah. little audio um, with the homie when I was in Denver. So that'll be released uh, later this week. I got to edit it up. You know what I'm saying? I can't, you know, fuck with his name and shit because he yeah. is a pretty important person. So I don't want to yeah. fuck him up on that. But uh, Please go back and edit. This. I will. God bless you guys, man. Have a, I hope you guys had an amazing week. <laughs> I have no words. I'm going to start acting like Barack Gumbel in here. Please don't. Why not? Because I will leave your <laughs> Oh. I do not want to tight. I just want to stay on the podcast forever. <laughs> forever and ever. I don't know what's happening right now. We out here. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your face. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your face. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.